Good morning, guys. What's up, guys? This is Angel with Life is Life. Um, today, we're going to take a different approach. Today, we're going to talk about some herbs. I talk about like healing, uh, inner healing and healing from within. Well, I want to talk about some herbs that I use that I think are very beneficial um, and how I grow them and when I grow them and why I grow them and what they're used for. Um, this is probably one of the main reasons why I enjoy living off the grid or living on a homestead is growing these herbs, but you can grow these herbs anywhere. You can grow them in pots in your house. You can put up like a small greenhouse and grow them. You can pretty much grow them wherever you choose to grow them. Um, but herbs have different benefits. And today we're going to talk about three herbs that I use that have really good benefits that are really beneficial for your health. And in my opinion, and again, this is not something that I would say that I, the, what is it, the FDA would, call approved or however you want to look at it this is just natural remedies that have been passed down from years and years through families and some of you will know what i'm talking about some of you may have used them or seen your grandparents or great-grandparents growing up or you know some of you might uh have actually used some um but herbs are herbs are essential they're good for you they help you with a lot of things and they're good for life and one thing that we always want to do is replace our medicine cabinet with natural herb remedies. And that's something we've been working on. Um, uh, someone gave us something that's called a wild lettuce tincture. So what a tincture is, let me tell you what a tincture is first off. A tincture is where you take an herb, you wash it, you take it off the stem, you put it in a mason jar. You go out and get yourself some 80 proof vodka, or you can use apple cider vinegar. I prefer the vodka, the vinegar is a little, you know, the taste, the taste difference. And basically, you'll put a lid on it. You can use 80 proof or 100 proof. We use 100 proof here. Basically, you'll put the lid on it, close the jar up, and you'll put it in a cool place for six to eight weeks. The longer you let it sit, the more potent it is. Um, but you want to do it for six to eight weeks. And you want to make sure you, whatever herb it is, you want to make sure you look up the right tincture for it. Some are different. Some vary in time. Some vary with how long they sit, where they sit. Some might have to go in sunny locations. But make sure you check all that. Um, but the wild lettuce tincture is, uh, basically an anti-inflammatory. I'm allergic to ibuprofen, any kind of like, uh, ibuprofen, naproxen, anything like that. I break out, it's, it's, I'm allergic to it. So I've been using a wild lettuce tincture, um, with my line of work and when I'm working out in the form, sometimes I get banged up, my knees swell and I'll take that. And I've recently taken it and it works. I'll notice instantly, you know, he was like, this is not going to work fast. People will say, has been your system. But I noticed the difference. Uh, the swelling will go down. And so basically, it essentially takes the place of ibuprofen for me. Um, and that's a wild lettuce tincture. So that's what I mean by replacing your medicine cabinet with herbs that work. But by all means, don't just go out and get a bunch of herbs and put them in jars and start taking them. If you have medical issues, make sure you consult your doctor first. But again, it's our body and we know our body and what our body can take in the limitations. And again, this all falls back with eating healthy. You want to make sure you're eating right, too. You don't want to be putting harmful things in your body and then turn around and try to put a all-natural herb in your body. It's not going to work. Um, you want to make sure you're eating as healthy and taking care of your health and clean. We try to eat from our land. Uh, this summer, we had tomatoes, cucumbers, greens, uh, peppers. What else do we have? Uh, squash, zucchini, um, just to name a few. Sunflowers. The sunflowers didn't turn out real well because, well, a tree fell on them, so it kind of killed them. 
our corn didn't turn out well. The neighbor's cows got down and ate all our corn. Um, we grew onions and potatoes, and so we try to eat from our land. This winter, on the YouTube, I'm going to do a video here in a minute. We're going to put vegetables in the greenhouse and herbs and grow them through the winter. That way we got a continuous supply of vegetables throughout the summer. You know what I mean? So we don't run out of vegetables and stuff that we need. And we're going to grow them standing straight up. So that would be pretty cool. Um, but anyway, but that is so that is kind of what I'm going to talk about, three herbs that I use. And the benefits are is that you replace it with modern-day medicine, and we go back to the old way that people took medicine, the way we took medicine in the past. And there's a plant or herb for every illness and everything that's out there. You just have to do your research and figure out what they are. Um, so let's get into it. So one of the first things that we use in our tincture that we made, we have a ton of this tincture. It's a basil tincture. Um, one plant that I want to get a hold of is a holy basil. If I could find one, then I would be in heaven. Or some holy basil seeds, that would be absolutely amazing. But we have not yet. But basil. Uh, basil is a plant. Is a It can be grown as an annual. And if you don't know what an annual is, an annual is that it grows at once that year and then it dies and doesn't come back. Or it can be grown as a perennial. So what a perennial does is it'll come back year after year after year, as long as you take care of the plant. So it can be grown as an annual or a perennial, um, which is pretty cool. Um, some benefits of basil is that it's high in antioxidants. It's also a detox for the body. Um, it helps lower blood pressure. It helps with weight gain, thyroid, high cholesterol, insulin resistance, hypertension, and it helps with your stomach. So those are just some things that basil is good for um, if you're making it in a tincture. For me, a spiritual use for it is that it gives you peace, prosperity, and grace, um, which are key things that you need in life. Everybody needs peace in their life, prosperity. Who does not want prosperity? And everybody has to have grace, right? Um, also, if you you can make it into a topical cream that would help with wounds. It's an, anti, it's an antibacterial, it's an antiviral, it's an antifungal, and it's a painkiller. That's just basil, one plant. Um, and again, so you want to talk about a tincture. So what you want to do is grow your basil plant. You want to clip it back. Make sure you clip it right. Don't just go out there clip it. Clip it right. Um, you want to come in, you wash the plant, take it off the stem, put it in a mason jar, cover it with either apple cider vinegar, 80 proof or higher vodka, and then basil sits six to eight weeks in a cool, dark, dry place. Cool, dark place. Um, and you let it sit. We have some of it right now that's been sitting about 10 weeks, and we're going to put it in tinctures here soon. Um, and then you you want to order you, it's a certain jar. It's those amber-looking drop jars with a dropper. That's what you want to put it in. So you want to strain it out the leaves, strain all the liquid out the leaves, throw the leaves away. Or I don't know, you do whatever else you want with them. I don't know. And then you want to fill up your droppers with the tincture that you made. And what we do is we label it basil with the date, and we store it in, in a when we store them. And but that's one way to make a tincture. You can um, that you can make a tincture with uh, basil, and you can also use it and turn it into creams. And you know whatever you want to do, just research it. What you want to do with it, and you'll see. But again, basil is one of those plants that. Uh, that we use consistently. And we have a ton of tinctures of them. Uh, the next plant I wanna talk about is called Echinacea or coneflower. And it is a very hard plant to grow from seed, mainly because it germinates in cold weather. 
I'm going to tell it again. Echinacea seeds germinate in cold weather. You cannot start an echinacea seed in the summer. You have to start it in the winter so that the seed can germinate so that it will grow in the summer. Um, but coneflower, so, or it's like some people like to call it coneflowers. And if you've ever seen an echinacea plant, you'll see like the big pollen middle and you'll see the petals kind of fall down just like a cone. That's why it's called a coneflower or echinacea plant. It's a very beautiful plant. A lot of times they're red. I've seen them in yellow. Beautiful colors. Um, but it's also another good herb we like to use. You can use the stalk of it. Now, the thing about echinacea, it takes about two years for you to be able to use it. So if you go out and you get, buy you some echinacea plants this year and you plant them, you want to let them grow and then you let them die. And then the second year is when you let them grow is when you can use the flowers, the stems from the echinacea plant. So don't use it on the first year. You want to use it the second year when it's more mature. Kind of like blueberries. Blueberries have a two to three year cycle. You let them grow the first two years. You don't eat them that third year. You got blueberries. Um, anyway, but so back to the echinacea. Some things that's good for it. It shortens cold and flus. Uh, sore throat, cough, fever. It boosts your immune, reduces pain, and reduces inflammation. Now, you can put this in a tea, just like basil. So all these herbs can also be put in a tea. We have a teapot where in the middle you put the herb, and then you let the water boil, and it makes a tea. So the echinacea, the basil, all these herbs can be put in a teapot and drink as a tea as well. Um, but the same thing with it. You wanna, if you want to make a tincture with it, same thing. You want to take the stems and everything. You want to put it in a jar, cover it away to proof vodka, and then you want to let it sit in a cool, dry place. But I think echinacea, a lot of ways we like to use it, again, as in a tea, because you just, unless you have like a whole bunch of echinacea plants or cone flowers, it's kind of hard to get enough to fill a jar. Um, so, but that's another good flower. Another good spiritual use for echinacea, it helps with your consciousness. It awakens or stimulates you and helps relax, relax helps release attachments that are holding you back from positive growth and self-realization. It awakens you to your true self. That's powerful. And yes, we use echinacea plants right here because I'm a very spiritual person. So yes, I have echinacea. Now, I did not get to harvest mine this year because it was the first time we planted it. So next year is when we will harvest echinacea and use it. So I'm super excited about that. Super excited for the spiritual use of it. Super excited to put it in some tea. Um, but yes, so that is the second plant, echinacea or coneflower. Um, and then the third one that I like to use is rosemary. Rosemary is just rosemary is just so good. I know you've seen videos. You can take rosemary, lay it on the back of your neck to relieve a headache. I've seen people do that. Rosemary has so many different uses, so many different benefits. It's too many to list. But if you want to know about rosemary, Google rosemary. Get to some information. Um, but in a tincture, rosemary is an anti-inflammatory and an antioxidant. So it's something that's good for the immune. Um, same thing with the tincture. You want to get cut you some, wash them, put them in a jar, apple cider vinegar, 80 proof of higher vodka, let it sit six to eight weeks in a cool place. Then you want to take it out, strain it, put it in the droppers and store it. Um, that's another good um, herb to use. And the way I like to use it is in the oil. So to use rosemary in the oil what it does is help with hair growth and you can cook with it because you've heard people say they got infused rosemary oil some people cook it but i use it for hair growth and how you want to do that is you want to take it and you want to put the plant in a mason jar again and you want to cover it with olive oil pure olive oil you want to let it sit in a sunny area 
for four to six weeks. So once you do that, you take it out, you'll strain it, put it in the droppers, and you have you can use it for hair growth. Um, I'll I'll use it in my head, my scalp, when my scalp's dry. I'll use it for beard oil instead of buying beard oil. That's what I use for beard oil, beard oil, and um, it's really good. Um, it's a really good uh, really good oil. So those are three main herbs that I enjoy using. So the same again, basil, echinacea or coneflower, and rosemary that are good for a lot of things um, that are just natural tinctures to use. I use them for spiritual and for um, health-wise reasons. Basil is also another plant that can help lower blood pressure. But again, that's one thing you want to Google, you want to talk to your doctor about. Don't go out buying no basil plants and make your tinctures saying you're going to get your blood pressure down. That's definitely want to consult with your doctor. Um, but this is why, this, these, are, these are just some benefits of being on a homestead. Some benefits are having herbs. Some benefits are having natural herbs around you that help with your everyday uh, growth, everyday health and well-being. What we have to remember is what we grow, the sun provides it, provides it with energy so that it can grow in light, right? And when we consume those, they, those give us energy and light. So that's why being on a homestead and having these natural remedies are important to me. Because I know that's important for my growth and my spiritual growth and my healing. Um, everything we put in our body needs to be of energy so that we have the energy and that we're able to carry on every day. But if you have any questions about these herbs or how I use them or any other herbs, just let me know. Leave a comment below. If you're not following, make sure you follow. I uh, appreciate it. Like the video. Drop a comment. And again, like I like to say, thank you guys for listening. This is Angel with Life is Life. And I'll see you in a couple of days.